Molly Fisk, Observations from a Working Poet. Yesterday, I returned from my first road trip in two years. I put 1,541 miles on my 20-year-old car, ran the battery out once, charging my phone, panicked about the check engine light once, avoided two serious accidents with semis and torrential rain, stayed in motels, hotels, Airbnbs, and borrowed houses, and saw three relatives and two friends. It was all amazing, and I am so glad to be home. One feature of the work I do as a radical life coach is help people experience what's really going on and not get tangled up in illusions. Travel and vacations are full of opportunities to imagine wonderful scenarios and then be disappointed, from glossy brochures to weather assumptions, and I'm just as susceptible as the rest of you. Not one, but two fellow coaches reminded me I might get lonely on this trip and wish I were home. I did get lonely. I did wish I were home. I cursed overly soft mattresses and GPS screw-ups, and I spent more time at AutoZone and the Newport, Oregon Toyota dealership than expected. But I also had a ball with my niece, getting our toenails painted in adjacent chairs and walking by the Willamette Slough, discussing our strange mutual family. I drove through a dark forest that was suddenly transformed for miles by thousands of cottonwoods in full yellow autumnal glory. The AutoZone and Toyota people were cheerful. The AAA tow guy's first name was Shrews, of all things, S-H-R-E-W-S. I laughed out loud at a wild chorus of barking sea lions. It was helpful to not expect everything to be perfect. It softened the loneliness and amplified the fun parts. I'd planned to listen to podcasts on the long stretches of interstate, but drove in silence instead, thinking... I settled a few concerns and made some decisions, which, now I'm back, still seem sound. I hadn't driven more than an hour from home in two years, and at first my body was not amused. I did a couple practice runs to the Bay Area before I took off and kept a daily limit of six driving hours, taking breaks along the way. An article in my local paper recommended keeping your hips slightly above your knees in a car seat and it turned out my old car could make this three-inch lift and I'd never noticed. That ergonomic adjustment made a huge difference. You should try it. To finish off this adventure, I booked three nights at Donner Lake so I could go swimming twice a day, but the weather made other plans. I had left home in late summer, but returned 12 days later in serious fall. A friend and I did get into the frigid water once, for approximately 11 minutes, more than a dunk, but less than a real swim, so we could boast about it. But once was plenty. The next day it snowed. I came home to four unharmed cats, cherry tomatoes still ripe on the vine, and phone messages about my warranty being about to run out. These scammers should learn to use full sentences, I thought, as I erased them. I still have four days left of vacation in which to do laundry, sleep late, and reorganize all my kitchen shelves. I call the whole thing a resounding success. Award-winning poet Molly Fisk writes, coaches, and teaches writing in California's Sierra Nevada foothills. You can reach her at mollyfisk.com.
This program is produced at the studios of KVMR-FM, Nevada City, California. Funding is provided by Harmony Books of Downtown Nevada City and KVMR with support from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.